Merry Christmas Eve. We're so glad that you would join us and take a break from watching Home Alone and watching Elf and watching uh, Ernest Saves Christmas and that you would choose to hang out with us here on this bizarro Christmas Eve service which is just, uh, you know, it's been a strange year and it's been it's a strange Christmas Eve service, but here we are. As, as you know, these are just unprecedented times and uh, there's just been so much heartache and so much loss and so much exhaustion and devastation this year. And, and now here we are, we're finishing up 2020 with a stay at home, safer at home order and I was thinking about this, as strange as it is, I do feel like this is an appropriate context for Advent. Advent is this unique season in our church calendar where we kind of lean into the darkness and we, we wait for the light to come bursting in. And this has been a very dark season. It's been a very dark year and we're, we're longing for the light to come bursting in. And the light at the end of the tunnel isn't 2021. You know, our hope isn't just another calendar day flipping. Uh, the light at the end of the tunnel is not the vaccine. For as wonderful as that is, uh, the light bursting in is not a, a new presidency. Our hope is in Jesus. He is the light that has come. He's the light that has burst into our world. And, and I want to just briefly meditate on this passage from John chapter 6 and 10 and really just think about one idea, and it's this, that Jesus came to give life. He came to give life. Let's look at it and then we'll just discuss it briefly. John 6, verse 30. So they said to him, then what sign do you do that we may see and believe you? What work do you perform? Our fathers ate the manna in the wilderness as it is written. He gave them bread from heaven to eat. And Jesus then said to them, truly, truly, I say to you, it was not Moses who gave you the bread from heaven, but my father gives you the true bread from heaven for the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. And they said to him, sir, give us this bread always. And Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger, and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. And then John 10, 10 says, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, at this point in the Gospel of John, Jesus has been making some pretty outlandish claims and he's inviting people to trust him with their very souls. And so people are rightly a little skeptical. And so they wanna see some proof. They say in verse 30, they come to him and they ask him, okay, what are you gonna do to convince us that, that you're legit? You know, our fathers ate manna in the wilderness and the implication is, okay, so what are you gonna do? And Jesus' response is in verse 32, he corrects them and he says, it wasn't Moses who gave you the bread from heaven. It was my father who gives you the true bread from heaven, which is what? He says, the bread is he who comes down from heaven to give life to the world. He's saying the true bread comes down and gives life. That true bread is a person and that person is me. 
you're looking at him. Verse 35, I am the bread of life. Now here's just another one of the places where Jesus tells you why he came. Here's the rationale for why Jesus came from heaven to earth in the first place. He came to give life. The Bible in, in Greek, there's two different words for life. Bios and zoe. Bios, where we get the word biology from, and zoe, where we get the word zoology or the zoo from. Bios basically just means to be alive. It means that you're breathing, you have a pulse. Zoe refers to vitality. It refers to uh, the, the fullness of life. And that's the word that Jesus used here. Uses here. He, he didn't just come to give people existence. He came to give them a, a fullness of life. In fact, he says the same thing in John chapter 10, verse 10. I have come that they may have life and have it abundantly. Now, I'm really into this show right now called Alone. It is this uh, amazing show. 10 people go out into the wilderness and uh, they're by themselves. They're alone. They're given a camera. There's no like camera crew. They're just out in the wilderness and they just have to survive by themselves. And they film themselves, you know, catching fish and setting up traps and building places to, you know, sleep and shelters and everything. And they're out there. And the whole point is the last person who doesn't uh, kind of tap out, you know, they're given this sat phone, this emergency phone where they can call people and get pulled out of there. The last person to remain out there without tapping out wins $500,000. It's an amazing show. These people are out there for like weeks and months and they go days and days, sometimes just like long stretches of time without eating anything. And you, you see these people, you know, the, the guys are, you know, grow these kind of wicked beers, beards over time. Uh, they wither down to nothing. And, and throughout the process, you know, they're, they're freezing cold. It's in the winter. And they'll go through these stretches where they are just so lonely. They're so wanting to get out. They're starving. They're, 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 just, they're just withering down to nothing. And then suddenly they'll catch a fish or suddenly they'll like, trap a mouse or something. They'll have something to eat. And the moment that they get food, it's so fascinating. Their whole mood completely shifts. It's like hope and joy flood and they're weeping over a fish. They're weeping over having caught a mouse that they're going to eat like three grams of protein. They're just unbelievable. Their whole perspective shifts. It's unbelievable. Jesus is saying, that is what it's like at a, at a cosmic level, the world is starving and dying. And he says, I have come to give it life. I mean, notice what he says. He says, I have come to give life to the world. I mean, who talks like that? A lot of people think that Christianity is just one religion among many. And so you've got, you know, all worldviews and religions are basically all the same. Muhammad, Confucius, Buddha, Jesus, they're all doing the basic same stuff. They're giving you these morals to live by so that you're, you're, you can be basically become a better person. And in that sense, religion is seen as a useful thing. That if you can get a little religion in your life, your well-being will improve a little bit. It's just like yoga or it's just like uh, mindfulness or, or clean eating. You get a little bit of religion in your life, your life gets a little bit of an upgrade. You get a little boost in your life. I want you to see, this is, that is very different from how Jesus is talking here. 
He's not saying, I came to give your little individual life a little boost. He is saying, I have come to give vitality and life to the world. This, this is cosmically hopeful, meaning Jesus has said, just said, I have come to address injustice. I have come to deal with suffering and evil and inequality and viruses and poverty and the abuse of power. He did not come to just give useful teachings. He came to deal with everything that is wrong with the world and to enliven it, to pump life back into a world that is starving and dying. No other religious teacher spoke like this. So here's the question. How in the world do you get in on this? How do you get in on this life? Well, notice what they say in verse 34. They're like, Jesus, this bread that you're talking about sounds amazing. Give us this bread always. And then here's Jesus's response. He says, I am the bread of life. All you have to do is come to me. All you have to do is give yourself to me. It's so fascinating. They're wanting something from Jesus and what Jesus offers them is himself. They want something from him and what he's saying is, all I can give you is me. Christmas is God offering you himself. He did not come to give you a PS5 or a new outfit from Anthro or a new iPhone. He came to give you himself. He is the gift. He is the fullness of life wrapped up in a person. And so when you receive him, you receive life abundantly. My prayer for you and for me would be that this, during this bizarro Christmas season, as you drink your eggnog and as you hang up your mistletoe and as you watch your cheesy rom-coms on Netflix, which I want you to do all of those things, but as you do those things, I want you to know in the core of who you are that Jesus loves you to such a degree that he would come and give away his life so that you and I might receive life. He came to give life to the world. And that's really good news in a very dark and hard season. That's good news. Let me pray. Father, thank you that you indeed are the light that has burst into the darkness. You are the bread that has broken into a world that is starving. I pray that in the midst of all of the things that we're doing over the next few days, that we would know in the core of who we are, that you came to give us life and to give it to us abundantly in Jesus. And it's in his name we pray, amen.